You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Boy, that was close, but the Flames get it done against Gardner-Webb for a one-point win. In the words of Coach Freeze, I like being an ugly 6-1, and one, a lot better than being a pretty 4-3. and three. We drop some defensive stats that are going to raise your eyebrows, plus a huge game this upcoming weekend at Williams Stadium. BYU coming to Lynchburg. The guys are fired up, so let's get the Flames Central podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage started right now. A wise man once said, this is Coach Freeze, okay. his words, okay. I like being an ugly 6-1 and one a lot better than being a pretty 4-3. and three. I say the same thing about, like, being a 7 with a good personality <laughs> instead of, like, a 10 with, like, no yeah, guess, right, right? Right, So, yeah. anyway, so, Flame Central Podcast, powered <laughs> by Alcova Mortgage. We are just ready to go today. Welcome back, Joe. Hey, I know, yeah. Know, boy, did I take a lot of heat. I took a lot of heat. We were walking out of the Stadium Saturday night, yeah. and, and a guy we met coming out was like, "Where you been, Joe?" Yeah. I paid him Where twenty bucks you? to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the <laughs> people noticed, Joe. The Thank you noticed. for making yeah. it. Uh, I, making I noticed. Party. I you noticed the amount of heat that I took in <laughs> watching last week's but was a Bash Joe Yock podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Know. You know what though? It's okay. It's all in love. It's all there. You feel I could feel the love. Good. Through it. Good. I wasn't sure if you went off to Europe love. in the middle yeah. of football oh, season right. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, want to give some credit to the guys because so we were in the fire. I don't know if you watch our um, you know, these in the fire segments that we do on out today. They it comes out today, and this week was on how a broadcast oh. is produced yeah. and, and everything about the behind the scenes about the broadcast. And I will say. This might have been one of the best broadcasts that you got. Mine was probably wow. one of the worst. Wow. But you guys had, I remember so many times feeling like, is Tony Romo calling this game? Oh, come on. Joe yeah. had a few. He had a where few. Where he's like, I think they need to do this, especially there in the fourth quarter. Need to get into the tunnel screen game, work those wide receivers in the screen game. And what did we see? It's like Hugh Freeze was like, I got you, Joe. I, yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. He's in that Boom. They, they went to it. Actually, it's me listening to Kent in the earpiece. Kent <laughs> yeah. Austin, the office. Yeah. It was a little yeah. bit rigged. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. I love it. No, you guys did it. Called the game very, very well. Um, the Flames played the game. Well, Not so well. It was a lot closer game than we expected, <laughs> Holy, certainly. I had you know? so many storylines. I, w- I was going to get in a cabana. You know, they built the <laughs> cabanas really? at the, the I got. Yeah, I, no. I brought one of those little umbrellas for a drink to, like, sit in the uh-huh. cabana and do one of it. My hits there. Yeah. Never had yeah. the chance to do 90% of that yeah. because, wow, this one was really close. What were some of the, the thoughts that you took away from the game? Well, there's a lot of things. The first thing I think, you know, kind of looking back and going through the drives, is just missed opportunities right. by Liberty. You had three times in the first half where Liberty started a drive in Gardner-Webb territory and came away with zero points on those drives. Three times, including right at the beginning. They get the interception, Javon Scruggs. They're in the red zone, and Chedro Lewis fumbles. A rare fumble for for this running back group Mm -hmm. this year. So the opportunities are there. That might have been the first fumble, right, of the season? Well, Day-Day had one. It was for Chedro, I think. Day-Day had one the previous week. But you just, like, if you're kind of looking at it from an offensive perspective, you say – the opportunities are there. So that's a positive. You're getting the ball because of that defense in position to score. Now you just need to find a way to get some points. Like, it doesn't even have to be seven. And going into this week, we'll talk a lot more about BYU coming up. 
but you just have to find a way to get some points when you're handed field position like that. Yeah. I want to talk about the defense in just a moment. We have some great stats that just came out um, this week of, you know, after another great performance by them. Um, but I don't want to hate too much on the offense. Question for Joe Yock, analyst of the year yeah, in the running. Um, the Flames, you know, we've talked a lot about this run game, you know, the last few weeks and how well they've played. Season low, 93 rushing yards. 76 were Day-Day Hunter, and that was he only played in the second half. And how many were 46 in 46 of those were on that late run. It was so, a freebie. So, really, it's they about – Basically. Realistically, it was about 50 rush yeah. yards in this game. I mean, yeah. that – how much of a concern is that? Why aren't the Flames running the ball? You know, the, the, the issue that you run into when you get later in the season yeah. is that you are who you are. Okay, your run game, the plays that you have in the run game is established – People see it on film. They know it. They do. Early on in the season, your teams are trying to figure each other out, mm -hmm. right? So there's a lot of new stuff. How, who are the guys? What formations are they using? How can we scheme them? And so, but once you get this deep in the season, then you've put all your runs out on film. And so now it becomes like, okay, that gives the defense the advantage later in the year because they're able to scheme you more. They know what you're going to do. They feel what you're going to do, and they can scheme you more. And Liberty's situation is so unique because the quarterback position is yeah. such it's, – it's, it's, it's up in the air all the time. So with Charlie Brewer being out, with Caden Salter being out, now Jonathan Bennett's been streaky here and there. He shows some good things and comes back. Nate Hampton really hasn't played much, right? So you have all these different facts. So if you're a defensive coordinator, these guys are pretty smart, Right. They start saying, okay, not only, not only do we know what their run game is, but we can bring the extra guy in the box. We can start loading up the box and we can scheme them because we know exactly what we're going to see. And then we're going to just dare you to throw the ball. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're just banging your head against the wall. You say, oh, we don't have a run game. We don't have a run game. Well, guess what? When they load the box on you and they know what your run game is, it's really, really hard to run the football and they're daring your quarterbacks to beat you. And Liberty's just not in a position right now for that to happen. And you think about some of those opportunities down the field. I think Trayon Sibley, like three times Correct. he was behind the yeah. defense. They weren't able to yeah. connect. Uh, one of the interceptions, Demario Douglas was behind the Correct. defender, but it was underthrown. So you're seeing the result of them loading up to stop the run. It's there. Yeah. The plays are there. They just weren't quite yeah, – I mean, the message is clear. I mean, if you're, you're a defense and you're looking at the offensively, what does an offense do? They look at the defense and they go, okay, what, what's available to yeah. us, right? And so when they pack the box in, they play man coverage, and they say, okay, you're going to beat us. You're going to have to beat us over the top. You're going to have to throw deep balls on, on us. And I think Liberty completed the one deep ball Frith. to no, to no yeah. Frith. Outside of that, they missed the one. It's just exactly what you're saying. They missed the one. So here's our, here's our game plan. Here's what we're going to ask you to do. Can you beat it? And the answer to that was no, they weren't able to do that. The opportunities were there. Yeah, and so if you're Freeze, you're Ken Austin, you're Maurice mm -hmm. Harris, you kind of have to say to yourself, right, like, hey, we're calling it right. Like, yeah. we're calling the game right. Those plays are there. Yeah. So from that side of things, you're like, okay, good. We don't need to drast drastically change the way we're calling a game. We just need to execute it better. I, I think the one thing I would have liked Liberty, sometimes when you're in a situation like that and it's difficult, like and you're not completing, balls downfield, and throwing over the top the perfect catch yeah. where he catches in stride. Sometimes it's it's okay to go to I'm going to put CJ Arbor on the outside or in, into the boundary, yeah. okay, and then take three step drop and just give him a 50 50 ball and let him go up and try to grab. Let let your athlete beat their athlete kind of. And you didn't really see them do a lot. They had well designed plays. Yeah. The plays were well designed. They had some stuff there. They just didn't throw and catch.
Well, as far as the the quarterback situation for Liberty this season, I mean, obviously with Brewer and Salter going down, it it has fallen onto JB and and Nate Hampton. How difficult is it for a quarterback to, I mean, Coach Reese has been very, very honest about how frustrated he's getting with these guys. So you get pulled from a game, and then, like, I'm just thinking, like, mentally for JB, how difficult it must be. Yes, he needs to get it done, and he needs to to step it up, and, and as for Nate Hampton, but I'm just thinking of, like, the mental roller coaster he must be on this season. I mean, we talked about a little bit of that in the broadcast, which I was very happy for JB, the aspect that he struggled, and then he got pulled, yeah. okay? Then he came back into the game. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's what he Back, he was 10 of 13 for 84 yards after yeah. coming back in the game. You know, and we saw him better against UMass, too, after right. getting pulled and come back. So that credit him for staying yeah. mentally locked into it. That has to be so difficult. Sure, right? I would be just shocked. <laughs> and, I mean, you look at look at John the Bat. I mean, here's a guy who had a freak knee injury, okay, on a celebration after a touchdown yeah. that would cost him all season. He battles back. He's putting himself in position as the starting, starting role. And then he struggles gets pulled, comes back in. So it says a ton about the character of what kind of kid yeah. he is because, yeah, he's had a little bit of, you're right, he's had a little bit of a roller coaster ride, but you got to give him credit. He's done a lot of good things too. We'll talk about Charlie Bruna, a little update on him in just a moment. But first, what can you say about Gardner-Webb? Because, yes, FCS opponent, but we were saying it in the coaches' calls with uh, Trey Land, yeah. this guy knows football. Big he shark. just has this, like, extra fire to him. When I was talking to him coming out of um, halftime, he's just like, I'm, I'm proud of my guys, but I'm not happy. I'm disappointed. We should be winning this football game right now. We are dominating yeah. every single stat category. I mean, I understand. When you look at, like, the difference of, what is it, 85 to 64, or whatever the scholarship difference is, they should have won this game. Yeah. And, I mean, they played really, really well. Well, and you think about it. This is really the second game for them where they've done that against an FBS opponent, dominated this, you know, statistical categories and loss. They did yeah. the same thing to Coastal Carolina, but they outgained Liberty looking at what was the total yards, you know, 325 to 315. Again, it was really probably more one-sided than that. But Josh Aldridge, Liberty co-defensive coordinator, said today, those two receivers they have, oh, you know, they'll, they'll play, play anywhere. mostly yeah. anybody that we're yeah. facing this year. Mm -hmm. That Luther kid, Luther. he goes, at one point, we double-teamed him on a third down. He still got free and beat yeah. us. Mm -hmm. So they, are very, those, they were very explosive. For me, though, like the biggest play in this game, or one of them, you go to the third quarter, and Gardner Webb, they had just gone on a nine play scoring drive. They're leading 17 14, and then they picked off Jonathan Bennett. Oh, so they had the ball in their own 43 midway through the third with the lead, and they're the better team on the field right now. Yeah. And they got greedy. And they went mm -hmm. a little double pass. It was, that was a terrible And it was call. intercepted. <laughs> oh, first that was play a of the drive. And now Liberty didn't score off of that. But that was an opportunity for you to say, we're the better team. Let's run our yeah. stuff. Let's score yep. here and really put the pressure on. And they got greedy. And they kind of mm -hmm. went back to that. Well, we, you know, they've run a trick play in every game. But, and you didn't need to. You know what, you the, you know what made that a terrible – that was a bad call to begin with. You yeah. know what made a terrible call? They had already done it. You it said, was on film. Yeah, you said they, they did it against Coastal the exact same play, and it's like, guess what? Oh, we saw that one film. You think Liberty practiced a few times? You're not going to catch. Like, if you're going to run a trick yeah. play, you got to yeah. keep a trick place fresh, yeah. baby. It's going to yeah. be market fresh. fresh. Yeah. You got to be market fresh. fresh. Yeah, I want some fresh veggies. I need some yeah. fresh veggies. Uh, I'm thinking of yeah. like some pumpkin muffins oh, or some something. Pumpkin, <laughs> keep those pumpkin <laughs> muffins <laughs> fresh, right? Yeah, and it's like they ran. They ran. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? Well, and you know, like, and you know, Josh Aldridge said, you know, we preach our guys all week long. 
yeah. ready for trick plays. We know mm-hmm. they they do that. And to Liberty's credit, they were ready when they tried it, and it just Gardner so Webb is huge. a really good football. It wasn't like they probably went out. It was exactly. It wasn't like man, this is Liberty's just playing bad. Like their D line was good, their linebackers yeah. were good. Yeah. They were clearing what they were doing offensively. That the, the Bailey Fisher kid, He's that kid's tough. tougher nails. Tough. Right, he was Kayla's limping really, oh really goodness. bad on the sideline. I didn't think plays. he would come back in. I mean, T.J. Luther. Yeah. I mean, and they, they lost their center. The gate, yeah, right. And they you lost know? their center. That's right. The Gator the kid, back, the running the back. Kid, yeah. Oh my! Then that's a that's a Trey Lamb, folks is what 33 years old. Yeah, yeah. that guy's going places. Yeah. he's a good football coach. It really does Young make staff. you feel so bad about yourself. You know, like he's he's my age and look where he is. Yeah, look where he's going. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, <laughs> so. you are hosting the Slave Central podcast, powered powered by Alcoma Mortgage. Okay. There's, well, you're only, there's only one person that can say that. There's only one person that can say that. But there's so many people trying to get a hold of you. So how do we do it? She's getting better and better at these. What do we what do we always say? Go to the Google machine. The Google machine. (laughs) Get pre-approved. Get pre-approved. What's that gonna hurt? All you do is Joe J-A-U-C-H. Not not the K. C-H. Go to the Google machine, click on me, boom, you're on. You get on the phone with me. You can go online. You can do whatever whatever you want. want Come to, to the house, play some pickleball, whatever. Play, play a little pickleball. Right. We, can, you can, we can do it all. Text them 434. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can text me. Um, so, oh, man, I just had a good joke, like, following that. Now oh, I just was It was right there. Yeah. Um It'll come. Age. It'll come back yeah. to me. It'll yeah. come back to me. It comes with age. <laughs> You're no spring yeah. chicken anymore. I know. We, don't we <laughs> yeah. all know that? Okay. Um, so that was the 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 terrible play call. Yeah. That was the rocket interception, yeah, right? The rocket. So that was asked about in the press conference with Coach Aldridge today, and he made a, um, a comment about how much of a unit this defense is because Rocket can't get that interception if it isn't about the defensive line, you know, rushing the pass, pass. Passer. 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 Come on, Emily Austin. Um, talk about this defense and how impressive they've been as a unit and how they've been able to. I mean, look at look at some of the stats that we have here. In the nation, number one, number one in takeaways, number two in team sacks, number two in tackles for loss, number three in passes and interceptions. That's impressive. Interceptions. That's crazy. Yeah, Josh. For Aldis, Liberty. Jack yeah. Curtis, the whole crew over there. Shout out to them. And compared to what we saw last year where they oh. had 11 turnovers yeah. in the entire and season. season. Yeah. And now we're at 18. That's a huge turnover. We're at 18, yeah. wow. You know, what, what, what they do well is, I mean, you look across the board. Okay, first of all, Mike Smith is an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that dude was all over the field. And it's not just that he's super athletic and run. You can tell that guy's in the film room. He's preparing. He's, he sees things. Yeah. He sees things before they happen. And then he's he's on it like that. But they're getting Kendy Charles, Saganay. They're getting yeah. pushed. They're getting pushed up the middle. And then you got, you know, Darrell Johnson on the one end, the Rev. Christian Zach. Yeah, he played he, well. He played really, really well. And then you got those two two backers in the middle with Mike Smith and Maude Walker. Yeah, I mean, these, these they're, they're, so they're able to – Shut everything out horizontally. You're getting great push up the middle and pass, and, and again, and, and for the pass uh, uh, secondary to get ready for. And then you got guys like Rock Rahimi, Javon Scruggs, Chris Mayenson, yeah. who's Chris Mayenson, sometimes the best corners are the corners you don't hear about. You don't talk about, right? Right, right. Doesn't get much done on them. And so, yeah, between those guys and with that kind of push, you put a lot of pressure on quarterback, and then you got the guys in the secondary. It, it's not by chance that they've had that many turnovers. Well, and think about this. Liberty this year, you know, 6-1, and one, bowl eligible. Half of their wins, they've scored 21 points. This that, day and age, that's incredible. against the offenses that that's we see incredible. week in and week out, mm-hmm. that's hard to do. But right. you credit the defense for, through all the ups and downs and all the quarterback stuff that's happened, They've been the consistent factor, and I mean, they have they have won some ball games for the Flames this year. So some of the individual stats: Darrell Johnson, 
Uh, Jarrell Johnson, number three are in the nation in fumbles recovered, tackles for loss. Javon Scruggs, number three in fumbles recovered. Um, Rocket, four in the nation with four interceptions. Uh, he has 0.6 interceptions for, uh, per game, which is number six in the, in well, the nation. So it's yeah. just... We're about to find out, though. I know. There's a lot of praise going oh, to the defense yeah. right now, but now we're getting into the we're getting into the meat of the deal here. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to earn it. They're gonna, in reality, they're gonna have to play their best game of the yes. season. Yeah. It is going to be interesting. Um, do you think that? What, what, give me like a little preview of this BYU game. It's probably is this arguably one of the best teams that have come into to Lynchburg to uh, play at Williams Stadium. It's, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. be, right? I mean, they got throttled uh, by Arkansas this weekend, though, didn't they? They did. And, we, yeah, we knew that. I mean, there was this, this Syracuse that a few years back where they ranked, I think. They were. They, they might have been like, ranked. They, they weren't very mediocre good. Mediocre that yeah, year. they weren't very good. They weren't very good. But good I mean, the year yeah. before. And this, obviously, with all the extra around this game. This was mm -hmm. part, you know, you know yeah. talk about the vision, you know, of Jerry Sr., Compare. We want to be the BYU of, you know, evangelical school. So there's a lot of history involved in this matchup. It's as storm well. and warmers. Yeah, but but Joe mentioned it. They're kind of limping into this game. Yeah. And where they have struggled is on the defensive side. They ended up giving up 52 to Arkansas. They lose 52-35 here this past week. And yeah, give me they, some score. All right, here we go. They gave up 644 yards to Arkansas. Arkansas converted 12 of 15 third down attempts. The prior week, BYU against Notre Dame gave up 11 of 16, and they didn't sack Arkansas one time. So this defense is limping in. Wow. Kalani Sataki, their, their coach, was asked about it after the game Saturday, like, are you going to take over play calling duties on the defensive side? What's wrong? <laughs> He's, and he said in his post-game presser, like, Hugh Freeze is looking at our defensive tape and just chomping at the bit. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. when he sees the way we're playing right now. So they are really struggling on that side of the ball. The question is, can Liberty take advantage of it? Right. You know, can you take advantage of it? So we'll we'll see how they how they look, but they are definitely limping into this ballgame on the defense. Yeah, one article I found BYU football is the struggling Cougars leaky defense fixable, or is the talent just not? Yeah, this there? is not where they expect to be. You know, they were ranked earlier this year. Uh, What's know, their record right now? Right now, where are they? Four, four and three. three. Four yeah, and they three, lost sir. at number 25, Oregon. Didn't didn't play well in that game. Lost in Vegas against Notre Dame, 28-20. Had a big win, though. They they did beat uh, Baylor, who was Baylor. number nine in the yep. country at that time. Yep. And then they got worked over pretty good by Arkansas. So their offense, though, is good. Their so, offense so is, but, I mean, it could match up really well. Their offense has been really good. Their quarterback, I mean, I really, Jaron Hall, really talented. You'll watch some tape on this kid. Throws just a great deep ball, really good touch and accuracy down the field. He has 17 TDs, only three interceptions. Uh, threw for 356 and three scores against Arkansas, and he can also run it. Uh, they, they, they have some talent. They have some talent but, on the offensive side of the ball. There it's, is some good and before. And sorry to interrupt. Oh, there good. is some good and bad news about this game as far as the broadcast. Bad news. <sighs> Why'd you have to? You gotta bring us on. We will not be on the call. Yeah. No Emily Austin <laughs> on the sideline. Possibly. Definitely not. What, I'm, I'm, what, definitely not Joe. Uh, it's still. It's Get still Emily Austin. Who do I need to call? I don't know. Someone who do I need to call? However, the good news is it will be on ESPNU. So that's yeah. always, you know, good yeah. for the universe. It's bad for us. Right. But it's good for the you university. Know, we, put, we put the, the, the university ahead of Matt, ourselves. Matt, I know. Listen, yeah. let's get our press passes. Okay. I've got something to tell you. <laughs> just, no, no, i got just, something to tell you. There may be some, some Yawk Warner still pre and post. We'll talk. We'll, okay. I've got something to talk Let's get our press passes. Just go heckle okay. the guys. No, and then we're going to get up in the booth and yeah. we'll just stand over their shoulder the whole just, game. Just like, ooh, yeah, I wouldn't have said ooh. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, you sure about that? Oh, I remember what I was going to say hey, a few minutes yeah. ago. He doesn't know, does he, Matt? What, what, so well, here's a story. He doesn't know, does he? Here's one time, I forget who Liberty was playing. It was a couple of years ago. They brought in that. you know, an ESPN crew. Yeah. 
and Liberty was playing. It might have been ULM when they were here, when they came. You were the And I got to spotter. be the spotter. Yeah, it really wasn't even the spotter for the crew. He just goes, I don't want a spotter. Just here's a stack of note cards. If you see anything interesting, write it down and hand it to me. Okay. Okay. I took everything Ooh, in me, not dog. to just, not dog. to just start <laughs> feeding him inaccurate information. That, that must have been tough for you, you know what I mean? Like you Malik know? Willis, captain of his chess team. You know, just stuff that just make it up yeah. and just completely, you know, sabotage the broadcast. But I didn't do it. I'm a professional. I handled it. I handled it the right way. But it was hard. Fourth quarter of pizza, half off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just say. Just say. Tell the folks. Tell the folks. Yeah. Tell the folks. yeah. <laughs> oh my! That must have been really, really tough it was. for you. But. It was. I'm happy for the university that they'll be able to do that. Yeah, um, I remember what I was going to say about the Tony Romo play. Okay. It was when um, Mike Smith Jr., they kept pulling him in. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, right here's a perfect opportunity yeah. for Gardner-Webb to throw a deep ball over him. And if they did, I was like, oh, I'm putting this on Joe Yock's tape. I don't remember <laughs> what happened because someone got injured. And I'm like. It's a good end of that story. Didn't yeah, I didn't think quite, no. no, but it but was how like. How cool would it have been? Yeah. Cool I mean, it, usually, like my first year on the broadcast you'd be like sitting like on a pickleball rant for the for like 30 minutes so it's just really really see it's cool to see that you're really you've you've stepped it up the last few years uh, his uh telestrator game has come a long way really just within the season he's drawing live action dialing it up remembering to hit a race when you gotta hit the clear button you gotta hit the clear button sometimes the clear button will get me in a little bit of trouble (laughs) the the bob ross (laughs) you're going clear 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 okay so what you were gonna say i'm sorry about um unless about byu if you knew before you oh yes i know okay go ahead i was gonna get your thoughts well when you guys started breaking it down right there i thought well okay what that that is a recipe for a good football game because yeah. you've got you've got a Liberty offense that's struggling, you, yes. but you got a BYU, def- yeah. BYU defense that's struggling. But then you got a Liberty defense that's playing really good against a BYU o- offense right. that's playing. So it's going to be like who's going to be the give strength and take? Strength, in this, yeah, mm-hmm. strength on strength. Yeah. strength. We know who's going to be the give and take in this thing. Yeah. And so you know, the tell I looked at earlier and correct me if I'm wrong here. I think BYU came in as a seven point favorite. Yep, they opened as, right? a, seven as a seven point yeah. favorite. So I mean, that's that's a good game. Yeah. You know, like Vegas ain't dumb. They know they 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 got the analytics on these things, yeah. so they're they're looking at it pretty closely. Um, and so that that's a recipe for a good. So game. more on the the update for the quarterback situation yeah, exactly. for Liberty. So I don't know if we announced last week that Salter had groin surgery. Yes, yes. So, so he's going to be out for a so while. So it's a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah um, we would assume it's we, from right. what freezes. So as far as Charlie Brewer. Yeah. He, the update that we just got from Coach Freeze's press conference is he has improved a tremendous amount over the weekend, which is... He has improved tremendously over the weekend. Perfect timing, Brewer. Um, I feel like you're great. great. Too much. But, you know, it's probably just he's finally getting that feeling back after being in a cast. And just trying to get strength back in the hand, grip the ball. You gave him one of your stress, you know, I did. Did did every grandparent have the old the squeeze (laughs) thing? (laughs) No. But you know, the handle, you know what I'm talking about? Those things like every grandparent had those. Yeah, right. Yeah. What are we doing? Okay. Reese is doing better. Elbow doing better, too. And they're on the same track. Yeah. About Reese had elbow surgery, yeah. arms. We gave an update time, last update. week on that. Yeah, that's right. So, and Reese is, he, he probably would be ready for action this week if he had to go. If he had this to go. is so Joey that, that's, yeah, that's my nine year old son. Okay. Um, so, Charlie Brewer. Yeah. Let's, okay, we talked about last week a little bit, throwing him in if he's ready for Gardner Webb. Obviously, we didn't see him. Yeah. But are, is, it, is it smart 
for Coach Freeze in this Flames offense to have Charlie Brewer go out there? You know, because, yes, he was injured, but you have to think, this guy, you, one thing the injury didn't take away is experience playing against Power 5 opponents. Yeah. And BYU, you know? he played against, he started against them last year. Exactly. So, is it smart? Is this what the Flames need to do with the inconsistencies that, that we're seeing with JB and, and Hampton? You don't want to put him out there if he's compromised. And I don't even just mean, like, he may be cleared, like, oh, you're healed, you're good. Yeah. But if he can't play the game the way he knows how, you can't put him out there. And Free said he really wasn't very close to suiting up Saturday, which makes me think, all right, so you come a long way in a few days, but if you weren't close to playing Saturday, gosh, I don't know. Yeah. You And also with the way the bye is after this week, you feel like, well, if we don't play him, we've just given him two whole weeks to get all the way back. That's very if true. If the bye wasn't there, I think maybe then you start to think about it a little bit more. But, boy, I think it'd be really tough. Having said all that, if he is good enough to dress, would it surprise me if he doesn't start? You get a quarter or half into the ball game, <clears throat> and Hugh goes, you think, you can, you think you're good? Yep, I want to go. And he, and he puts him out there if things aren't going well. You know Charlie wants to play. Oh, yeah. He's been after Freeze to play for he two He wanted weeks. to play at UMass. He's like, the pin <laughs> is halfway out, and he's like, I'm good. <laughs> so he wants to get out there, and he's in Freeze's ear. But, man, if he's compromised at all and can't throw the ball downfield the way that he needs to, I have a hard time putting him out. Joe, do you agree? I, yeah, I think I do agree. I think the recipe is going to be for Liberty is, okay, the good news is they're not playing against a very good defense. Okay, so you can scheme it where you can do some easier things for Jonathan Bennett and Nate Hampton uh, to be able to have some success. But is it a good defense? Like com compared, right? right? I get it. I, mean, I get it. I get it. Know, so, but I think, but I think, but their FCS. coach said it. Their coach said it. I think this is the kind of game where where Coach Freeze can scheme them. Yeah. Okay, and if you're having some success in that scheming and be able to do that, then you can cover up the quarterback a little bit. You can help cover them up, and you might be able to run the ball a little bit more effectively. For example, they were have, struggling to run the football, and we talked about it. It's like you got to get you got to use horizontal runs, yeah. and that's getting the ball out of your hands, getting it to Mario Douglas, Javon Lofton, those type of guys to be able to get let them in space a little bit. So there's some stuff you can do to spread people out horizontally and help yourself. And they did that against Gardner against Gardner Webb, um, but I'm also with you. Is if that isn't going right, and you feel as if the a big thing, and Coach Freeze talks about this every week. How are they practicing? Yeah. He really puts a lot of, of stock into how well a guy has practiced this week. And you see, you could see some of his frustration last week when we interviewed him. Like, yeah. practice just wasn't, wasn't going very well. And guess what? Yeah. A lot of that carried over into the game. Very inconsistent. But if Charlie Brewer's practicing well, then there's a really good chance you're going to see him. Mm -hmm. yeah. If he's not, and it's like Matt saying, it's like you put him in a little bit of a compromise. Wait, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, why not? Let's just get through this thing, give another week off, and then get ready for Arkansas. And the other thing, too, Liberty's banged up at the receiver position. Right. Reese said today, mm -hmm. Yarbrough yeah. and Lofton both dinged up. There is a chance they get Caleb Sneed back, potentially. They'll see how he practices this week. But you're also dinged up at wide receiver, which makes – it's even more difficult. I wonder know. if that affects their decision on C.J. Daniels' redshirt. That's what I was thinking. Could be. They've got two games yeah. left to use him so uh, and still yeah. save that redshirt, so it's possible. I don't know. Just a reminder, Charlie Brewer won the job back um, after fall camp uh, as the Liberty Flames starting quarterback. However, only has played nine snaps in this Liberty offense. you got to get us offense. an inside scoop um, later in the week, Emily. 
You can ask the other broadcasters to do that. Uh, you, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm off the clock. Um, all right, answer. I asked Matt before the podcast, what are the Flames Fantasy League updates? Yeah, you want it? And he would not tell me. No, so. well, not, no, I want it to be a this real natural segment. reaction. This from is you. his I don't segment. want you to have to fake surprise or something. You look the, really the, scared. Well, yeah. the, the, the fake... Uh, oh, no, they didn't score. Sorry, Dave, I was going to say the day they had a touchdown at the end, but he got tackled at the one yard. Yeah, so he, he did get score, in, but he, he got... Yeah, did get in once. So here we go. So you'll remember, Emily had a, had a strong lead, but we closed that gap a little bit. Emily with a good week this week, 33.8 points. Day-Day Hunter led the way with just over 17. Darrell Johnson at 9.5 points. Jerome Jackson's touchdown I know. was I, big as well. The I did remember he's on my team. For the touchdown. Oh. So she's up <laughs> just over 200. I, I forgot about Just up to over 256 points. That's a lot. Of Joe got almost 15 points from DeMario. Yeah. Eight points from Javon Scruggs. You had the interception. Yeah. That's about it. So you had 24 points. So you're sitting at 202 you know, points. My late round draft picks. Yeah. The depth of my scouting reports and late round draft picks is what hurt me. This so year. M yeah, scored 30. About balance. Yeah. yeah. M scored 33.8 this week. That's I scored 33.2. I'm getting smoked. Shedro got into the end zone. Mike Smith Jr. Ahmad Walker carried me. Those they guys have been were carrying just the everywhere. Yeah. So that you definitely. Have both those guys. Yeah. So I'm still. <laughs> I'm still 30 <laughs> points behind. You know, Emily still has a 30-point lead. but And I just want to point out to everyone reach. that this is – I'm only run, rolling with four guys right now well, because Trayshawn Clark is hurt. To be fair, we've all done that this year. He had TJ Green out. I've had, uh, yeah, I've had Sneed out. So we've all – it's all kind of uh, balanced out. So I'm sure Matt will make up some rule in the next how couple weeks about how. 30, what? What is it always? 33 points ahead. Oh, she's about 30 points ahead of me. She's about 54 ahead of you. Oh, I'll Still close that time. So <laughs> hey, there's a lot of football left to be played. TJ Green, you need to get in the end TJ zone Green. A hundred times to get Joe back in this one. Okay, um, bold predictions bold for predictions. last week. I think yeah. mine was Darrell Johnson was going to get three sacks and like two tackles for you, loss. That's exactly it. He got one sack and, and an additional half tackle for loss. So okay. not quite there. Uh, I said my prediction was a tight end touchdown. Check. But, wow. I also, but I also said that TJ Green touchdown, and he had like two carries for four yards. Yeah. So he didn't get a chance. Give him a chance, coach. Oh, I was I was looking at you for your bold prediction, uh, and I was like, oh wait. Joe yeah, predicted a... that Day Day Hunter would not play in the first half. Yes. And would then <laughs> yeah. run for seventy or more. Yeah. And I think then he again, would he would come up short yeah. of a touchdown. And then <laughs> we make the heady play of it's getting down on the one yard. Very line smart play. That was actually a really really smart it, play it on was. his end. Um, anything else you you need Do to you add? Give a bold prediction. Uh, bold oh, predictions? sorry. Uh, Flame year. Central podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. Joe, bold prediction. Go. Bold prediction. I'm writing these down. You ready for this yeah. one? I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and throw it out there. Do it. Flames, twenty-seven. Over. Go on. BYU Cougars, twenty-four. Wow. Wow. That's gonna be a thriller. Flames pull off the win in a throw. Upset. Storm Upset the field. Alert. Storm the field. There you go. Uh, it's a Baptist goalpost teardown. Yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Upset. The Flames are going to score either on special teams or defense. Like oh, we're gonna okay, have yes. to have it. We're gonna have to have for that Demario Douglas punt return. I know. Yeah, I, thought, I had I that in my this, prediction. Joe was saying that during the break this yeah. pat during this yeah. last game. He's like, he's about to pop. Like, there was one. Well, that one yes. return. I'm like, what are you doing? You know where? Well, he almost <laughs> took a safety. Yeah. He almost you took a safety, what? and then there was another one though that he missed. Uh, one guy missed, and I was like, oh, he could he could go. You know, maybe my favorite the play of the second. entire game. I know what you're going to say. It was the Michael Bollinger throwback 
on the kickoff oh, yeah. to Demario. Oh, that was the shades of the I Tennessee wonder if they practiced that against the Buffalo Bills Music City Miracle. It's a Music City yeah. Miracle. That, that was beautiful. Great throw. And honestly, Gardner Webb did a really good job covering that. that they did an incredible. That, that could have gone yeah. a long way. But that was a, that was fun. That was a part like for that call to be on on a pooch kick. To, like, obviously, they practice that. That yep. call to be on expecting a pooch kick because they probably saw him feeling pooch yep. kick a lot. Yep. Bollinger catches it, which you're either the fair catcher or the big fullback just runs it and you get yeah. five or ten yards. And to throw it back and make the throw to the best player on yeah. the field. And it was a good mm -hmm. throw. I mean, yeah. And good credit to Garner Webb. Yeah. That could have gone in the house like this that. Week? Yeah, I don't know. So. All right, last thing, my bold prediction. Can yes. I that? Oh, yeah. My bold predi prediction this week is Nick Brown will make three field goals of 45 yards or more. Oh, that's in it. That that's is a, a that really is, bold prediction. I mean, and but that's also like, did you actually think of that before this I, segment? I, I, yeah, I, I, you know what? They put a little thought. <laughs> you know what? I will say this: someone who <laughs> watched, week, someone right? who watches from the outside, because last week this chair was empty, and I watched the other. But I, first thing I did, I got on there and watched the podcast. Got to watch it. The lack of preparation. <laughs> the the lack this of is preparation. coming from the was guy that forgot to tell us. Yeah, was but it obvious? Why, why is that? Why you're playing an FCS team? You have one of the best DNs in the country. Why is three sacks and two tackles for loss? I mean, what is he leading? And what's he talking about right now? Darrell Johnson. Th those are my bold that. predictions. Yeah. Was that for last week? Yes. I said the lack of thought. Prior to going, oh yeah, into I the never think of that. Was I've never yeah, thought of no. a bold prediction There's before no. I mentioned like, the segment. It was like, let's do bold predictions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bold predictions. Let's do some bold predictions. Yeah. Matt, what do you think of bold predictions? Yeah. I mean, what do you think of bold predictions? Who are we playing? Yeah. 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 No, it is really bad. It's I, I will. I'm not going to get better at doing that. I'm <laughs> you gonna, almost I'm said, not going to yeah. even lie. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening or watching. Yeah. We have so much fun on this. Um, next week, I you know it's it's Halloween, right? You're, no, we're not, we're not wearing costumes. Is that what you're going to say? Is that no? no it's I, two weeks. Is two weeks. Yeah. Okay, two so weeks we have time line. to talk these guys into it. I think we need to do a theme. Well, you need to I borrow the do, guy's I, chicken suit. I, how and about the chicken suit? The, the chicken suit. I, I, I commented on. Yeah. Chicken I know. Suit. I remember. I mean, it's a beautiful fall day. Okay, yeah. it's a beautiful fall day, and you're thinking to myself, I wake up in the morning, and I go, I go, it's a beautiful Both fall day. Go through the closet. Oh, the closet. <laughs> no, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah. <laughs> but, but it takes a lot of guts. It yeah. takes a lot of commitment, a lot of guts. Like, I could really enjoy this day, yeah. you know? Emily was enjoying the day down the sidelines, right? At the festive crowd, everything. And some guy says, I'm going to put the hot chicken suit on. I always think about. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm not going to really enjoy know, the day. I wonder I'm going to watch the game in the hot yeah. chicken I always think about the people that, suit. you know, you got your tickets and you're going down the road looking and then you see, oh. <laughs> I'm next to the chicken. I'm next to the chicken suit. <laughs> Sometimes it works out. Oh, my out gosh. Much. So much fun. <laughs> I, I think that we should dress up for Halloween. Uh, we'll we'll chat we'll about it. Matt is not a big costume guy. He must be such a a boring you know who he, dad. No, you know who he would be a good costume? I know his outfit. Do he be good? Hmm. Jack Sparrow. If you put him in the full Jack Sparrow outfit, the parts of Doesn't he have a lot of hair? Yeah, yeah but you put the wig on. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's no, but you got the beard going. You look, you look, you look a lot like Johnny we'll, Depp. We'll pray about it. All right, thanks so much once <laughs> yeah, again for right. listening he or does watching. Look like Depp. For you Joe, put the long hair I'm glad you're back. I'm, I'm glad you're back this week. For yeah. Joe, he's yeah. Matt. I'm Emily. <laughs> we'll see you next week.